Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, click the link in the show notes to join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Uncensored Empath, a place for us to discuss highly sensitive energy, illness, healing, and transformation. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a life and success coach for empaths who want to create a thriving body, business, and life. Think of this podcast as your no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship. You'll get straight to the point, totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing and growth journey right beside you. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome back to another episode. This is part of a six-part series on the inner healer archetypes. If you haven't started with episode 178 on the Three-Eyed Raven, I recommend you go and listen to the introduction to that episode just to get on the same page. And then, of course, come and circle back to this episode. With that, let's dive in as we start to peel back the layers of more of these inner healer archetypes. Welcome to the final installment of the Inner Healer Archetype series. Today, we're going to be chatting about the final archetype, which is the medicine woman. And this is actually the most popular result on the Inner Healer Archetype quiz. So I'm sure there's some of you who have been sitting in anticipation for learning more about what are the traits, the characteristics, the strengths and challenges of the medicine woman. So as always, like we've started all of these episodes, I want you to think about what intuitively you think of when you think of the medicine woman. Does an image come to mind? What does she look like? What does she embody? What energy does she embody? What does this mean to you? How does it feel for you? If you declared, I am the medicine woman, how would you act? How would you show up? What self-healing would you be drawn to? And just know that 
your intuition is right. It guides you in the right direction. And so, you know, medicine woman is going to look a little different in each of us, but I want to break down a little bit of these traits that you may resonate with. So the traits of the medicine woman is that she loves to mix her potions, her protocols and remedies for healing. And potions is like my fun mystical word for things like remedies, protocols. If you're like me and you like to use all the witchy terms, you love the word potion. Like I wish that my essential oils were just called little potion bottles because I love the energy of that. If that doesn't resonate with you, that's totally okay. So protocols, remedies, rituals, or potions for healing. So she's really stocked with wellness ideas and protocols like she is this or you are this little mini encyclopedia of everything that you've experienced and all the little tools big and small that you've gleaned along the way so if you have a stuffy nose you might be like oh yeah okay I gotta go make my steam mug and put water in a mug heat the water to boil or right under boil add a small oregano and eucalyptus essential oil into the water and you're gonna breathe that in put like a towel over your face And it's like, you know that when you have the stuffy nose, when you're congested, you're going to make your steam mug. And that's part of what's going to make you feel better. Or you are struggling with H. pylori or someone else is saying, hi, I have H. pylori. And you're like, don't worry. I've been through that. Here's some Matula tea. You're going to be okay. Drink this tea twice a day. (laughs) And you might have a pretty set supplement protocol or not even necessarily pills that you're taking, but just a morning routine for your health, whether that is going outside and spending the first 15 minutes out in the sun as the sun rises, or it's that you dance every morning, or it's that you allow yourself to sit into meditation or use your sage or your Palo Santo. I love my inner medicine woman because she keeps me healthy. So she's very motherly. Like the medicine woman has tons of this motherly love. Like whether you are a mother or not, like I'm a dog mom, but I'm not a human mom yet. Someday, my friends, someday, just not there yet. (laughs) And so if you are looking into bring out your inner medicine woman, it's like this motherly energy that helps keep you healthy where you're really nurturing yourself or you're nurturing other people and and being a healer for others. And so again, I love my inner medicine woman because she keeps me healthy. I wake up in the morning and I go through my skincare routine to help improve the texture of my skin, the pigmentation in my skin. And it just feels like really healing the way that I go through each step and layer of my skincare routine. And then I have my supplement routine. I take my biocidin right when I wake up in the morning. And then two hours later, I take all my other supplements, my true cellular detox, my lifelong vitality pack from doTERRA, my zinc, my vitamin D, my optimal PC or choline, my beta glucan, all the different things that are, are really suggested for me and my unique body, I go through and and my inner medicine woman is the voice inside my head that goes, Sarah, take your supplements (laughs) like your mom, right? And sometimes it's annoying because she gets on your butt a little bit, right? But she reminds you that like, this is the thing that's going to make you feel good. So do the thing that's going to make you feel good. I also have um, a a glass of water that I pour for myself every morning and I put nine drops of each of the infoceuticals that I take into this glass. So I have four different infoceuticals, which are uh, 
essentially just water and minerals infused with the this uh, energy that is specifically coded to heal different aspects of the body so you might have uh, like a liver infoceutical that is going to go send the messages to your liver that it needs to work in the most optimal and efficient way there's a lot more quantum physics to that but that's on a basic level what they do so i my inner medicine woman is like yes okay you know, take care of your skin, the external part of, of your body, what the world sees, but also, Sarah, take care of the inner part of your body and your physiology, all those supplements, and also take your infoceuticals so you can support your energy body. So I take my infoceuticals, and then she is like that voice inside my head, again, who says, okay, make a healthy um a healthy breakfast that's going to support me for set my day up for success right from the start. I make a detox smoothie in the morning, right? So there's this day-to-day kind of voice of my inner medicine woman that that supports my overall all well-being and like longevity. But then there's some days when I feel off and I need a little extra love from my inner medicine woman. And on my off days, that's when the voice kind of gets a little louder and she's like, okay, we got to do a little more today. We got to help support the body and its natural healing abilities. So take some on guard soft gels, which are protective immunity blend from doTERRA. You just take one soft gel and it helps support your immune system, prevents you from getting sick. Okay, put oregano on the bottoms of your feet, really great antiviral, antibacterial oil. Take your zinc elderberry throat drops to support any sort of agitation in your throat. Drink lots of water. Take your biomolecular oxygen drops that are really good to help oxygenate your body, but also mold and mold illness can suffocate the oxygen in your body. So I'm always trying to get more and more oxygen to allow my body to function in the most optimal way. So the inner medicine woman on my off days, the days I feel like "Mm, maybe I am going to come down with something. She chimes in and she's like, don't worry, we've got all the tools in our toolbox, like rest, drink the water, do the elderberry, all of those. She also probably has this stocked medicine cabinet of more holistic remedies. And your inner medicine woman may be kind of like in transition from some of the more conventional remedies to the holistic remedies. So you might have a mix in your medicine cabinet, but uh, just like everything I mentioned above, like she's got those things on hand. And just, I think of like a mom with her like big purse or her diaper bag. And she's like, she's got the the diaper rash cream and she's got the throat drops, um, you know, honey flavored throat drops for her kids when they're starting to get sick. Like she's, she's prepared. And this is likely also a result of your own trial and error. So you've gained a lot of wisdom through your own healing process and you've mixed your own potions and you've seen what has worked and what has not worked for you. And so you've garnered all of this knowledge through your own experience and you want to feel good in the case that you don't feel good or you're starting to get a stuffy nose or your belly is uncomfortable it's like you're ready with this army of remedies because you're also a hard-working woman and you you know you don't want to have to be knocked up on the couch for for multiple days so sometimes it happens and we have to honor that and listen to our body if our body does need that but at the same time the medicine woman's like trying to support you towards always feeling good and she is also a channel for divine healing power 
Mm. So part of her magic is that she can listen to her body's symptoms and then give her body what it needs. So she might notice right away, like when that headache starts to come on and it's saying it's time to rest, say no, cancel those plans. It's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. So she's listening listening into her body's symptoms, feeling "Mm, that food that I ate for dinner or for lunch, like I'm feeling a little bloated. What does my body need to process this bloat and start to heal, come back into normal digestion? She is this divine channel for healing. And so she notices these things and she's the opposite of the person who ignores their symptoms. I think there's a lot of people out there who just ignore their symptoms. They're like, yep, okay, I got a headache, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Or yeah, after I eat every single day after I eat, I get bloated, but meh. Doesn't everybody, right? And so the medicine woman's like, no, no, that's not normal. Don't ignore your symptoms. And instead, you see all of the different things that Mother Earth has to offer us, that Mother Earth can provide us to help us heal. And you thank her. You have deep gratitude for all the things that she creates that help us as human beings feel good and support our bodies and live long, healthy lives. And you don't want those tools to, to go to waste either. So you're utilizing them and using using them as you need for the health both of you and for others. When I close my eyes and I, I, I call in my inner medicine woman, I see Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. And hopefully most of you remember that TV show. And she, on the TV show, acts as this one woman mission to convince the townspeople that a female doctor can successfully run a medicine practice. And she's determined. She's like, I am wise. I know what I'm doing. I got this. I have the tools. I can be successful. And I'm on a mission. The medicine woman inner healer archetype is the wise woman. She's visionary. She's the seer. She's the healer. She's the truth holder. She also has the energy of the shaman, the midwife, the herbalist, the oracle, the priestess, and the queen. And her strengths are, but she is a natural healer and she has this knack for helping people. So she has these skills that help her become the caretaker of her family, of her community, of her tribe, of of herself in her own divine temple. The medicine woman is also this past energy of like the elders of a community, the wise women And they, the medicine woman has the key to solve our mysteries and to be able to provide that one thing that our body needed in that moment. And you maybe even had, if you resonate with this, if this is part of your belief system, you might have had a past life as a sage elder, as a wise woman in a community, as the shaman, as the priestess, as the the herbalist or the midwife. And that energy, that wisdom has now carried with you through into this lifetime, which is making you this very natural healer for yourself and for others. I also think of healing hands as a strength of the medicine woman. And I'll use my mom as an example, actually. So my mom definitely totally has healing hands. What does that mean? Well, if we tap into the energy of our intuition, it's going to be 
called claritangency or clear touch. And I like to use an example of when you are embracing somebody or you're, you know, binding, holding hands with someone, or you just, as a massage therapist, for example, you put your hands onto someone's back and you just kind of feel their body and you can feel, hmm, this person has some tension right here or their muscles are tight or there's some heat in their low back or, wow, I'm just really feeling like they have some of this self-judgment, criticism or, or hatred towards this like part of their body, their hip or something. And so you have this ability to use your hands to heal, but also to feel deeply into the energy of other people and their energy body. I was just home a few weeks ago, about a month ago, and my mom was explaining to me that she went through and did her Reiki training. So now she's almost a Reiki master, like she has one more class to go. But she was explaining all the things that she learned and how she was practicing and she did the distance healing and she did the hands-on healing. And she reminded me of when I was a little girl and you guys have heard this story in my very first episode of this podcast, I struggled so badly with stomach migraines and they would come out of nowhere and my stomach migraines would just knock me out. They were debilitating. I couldn't hardly move. It would wake me up in the middle of the night sometimes. I would try to take a bath and it just... Nothing really made it go away. And my mom was remembering, you know, my experience of going through this and her trying to support me through this because her daughter was obviously in a great amount of pain. And she was like, do you remember when you would have those and I would put my hands and just kind of hover my hands over your belly? And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I I didn't remember a specific instance of it, but I, I do remember her going to great lengths to do anything to try to make me feel better. She is the, she is a medicine woman. And she's like, I think I was like giving you, sending you Reiki. I just didn't even know. It was like an inner instinct of hers. It wasn't something she had learned or been taught yet, but she naturally was inclined to use her hands to heal me and even like visualize like taking the pain out, sucking any toxins out of my body or just sending it this golden healing light. And so the medicine woman oftentimes like has these wise woman healing hands and I dated a guy back in grad school my friends my hands are are, I'm never gonna be a hand model let's say that I don't hate my hands or anything I, I love I love my hands but when you look at them they're not exactly like youthful hands <laughs> And I was dating this guy and he's like, you have wise old traveler hands. And I'm like, that's very sweet of you. Thank you for not saying they're like old and wrinkly and instead they're wise traveler hands. So again, I I remember that, but it doesn't bother me. I think it's actually really beautiful because I think of my hands as healer hands. And when I want to bring out my inner medicine woman, I use my hands, whether that's putting together my potion or protocol or literally like I've done a lot of self massage or just Reiki to myself where I'm utilizing the power and energy of my hands to heal myself. I've also gone through my own Reiki training and I'll do Reiki on my fiance and he's a fan as well (laughs) and uh, use my hands to be able to provide healing. So the inner healer archetype that is the medicine woman, she is the aspect of us that is also ready to return to this greater human awakening. 
She's so connected to energy and that could be seen through her hands, but it also is just this desire to heal and send compassion and healing out into the world. Like she probably, if this is your strongest archetype, you might be the the woman that's like world peace. Like we need more peace in this world. Like can we all live from this place of love and compassion and understanding and acceptance of each other? Like come on world. Like we need this, this deeper sense of peace. And it might even frustrate you that there's so much war and conflict and turmoil and pain crisis in the world. Because you're here and you're ready for this greater human awakening that we're all going to wake the fuck up and we're going to stop being petty about bullshit and and fighting over things that are stupid stop judging each other and instead allow ourselves to accept and love one another and do all things with love so that might be like one of your wishes of the world is that like, can we all just wake up to our higher selves and this greater consciousness and realize that we are connected, we are all one, we are more alike than different. And in that sense, you are also drawn into energy healing. Now that could be specifically Reiki healing, but it might not be. There's many, many different types of energy healing. Reiki is one of them, very popular one, but even Reiki, there's uh, several different teachers and different techniques to Reiki healing. So you're drawn to that because you know that there's truth and there's, there's wisdom in it and that energetically we can not only work on our own energy body, but you can work on the world without having to go talk to all 7 billion people on this planet. So your energy matters and you can use it to help heal our greater consciousness. So the tools that the medicine woman has, yes, there's external tools, like I mentioned above, the on-guard soft gels and her supplements and her infoceuticals she puts in her water, but there's also internal tools as well. And those internal tools are going to be more within our subtle energy plane. The medicine woman is also a great listener and she loves to spread love to the world. And That could be through her healing hands. It could be through her remedies. She might write a book about them. She might share her story to inspire people, but she likes to help people. That's the the essence, the main point here is she likes to help people. And she may have even considered becoming a healthcare practitioner or more specifically a doctor because she can feel so deeply. And that deepness, that intensity of your feelings also makes you a wonderful empathic listener. Meaning she listens with her entire body. She's not just looking at you. She's not just opening her ears to hear you. She's feeling into your energy so that she can truly understand you. And her story, her own story, is also part of what heals others. So she shares her story of the challenges and the hurdles she's been through in her life and all that she's overcome to be able to inspire others. And I mentioned this just a second ago that she might also feel like inspired or maybe she already has written a book because her story is so healing in and of itself. And that's part of, again, how she gleaned all of these tools to begin with as a medicine woman. She also has a strong manifesting power in and uses that power to turn her intentions into reality, make them tangible. And there's this beautiful balance between the medicine woman being able to step up, step into her lady pants, but also know how to be gentle 
when she needs to be gentle. And that's that divine union between the masculine and the feminine energies. Again, no gender involved here. And instead, just this essence and energy of within all of us, our masculine and our feminine. And this makes her a very powerful manifester because when there is a union or a balance between the masculine and feminine, there is this beautiful leveling out of the law of attraction and the law of action that when combined together bring to reality, to this tangible state, the things that you have been inspired by, your dream state, your your imagination, all the things that you desire, the goals you have in your life now are tangible. They are in front of you. So she can use her manifesting powers to call in the healing light. She uses the healing light to heal herself and others. I like to think of this as calling in this golden, like soft golden light that circles my entire body or just works on one part of my body at a time. And I use that and that manifestation of that light to be able to to heal myself and, and my clients. So the best way to honor her medicine as a medicine woman is to practice it. The shadow archetype of the medicine woman, she's not practicing her medicine. So she's potentially the woman who is not compliant with any of her protocols. Like she might have them, but she's probably not compliant with them. And uh, she doesn't really realize how powerful her her story is. And uh, she might feel discouraged by all the conflict in the world instead of wanting to use her her energy, her light and, and ability as a light worker to help heal it. So consider that as well, if this is maybe your shadow archetype. And the challenges of the medicine woman. So she needs sometimes to be reminded that her body can also heal itself. So she loves Mother Earth's tools and tapping into the consciousness of the planet, but you're also powerful in your own right. So you do not have to always search outside of yourself for answers. Yes, there's beautiful answers out there. There's the wisdom of Gaia, Mother Earth, and the frequency, the healing vibration of essential oils and all the other tools that we have to help heal us, the herbal medicine. But there's also this innate healing power within us. So the medicine woman knows that her challenge is that she can just sometimes forget that and look outside of herself. So she just needs to be reminded that, yes, there's these external tools that she can use, but ultimately, like, she is the most powerful healer of all. So she wants to instead tap into her own higher consciousness, her own higher self, and author spiritual teacher Wayne Dyer, he defined enlightenment as being immersed in and surrounded by peace. That sounds pretty amazing, right? Enlightenment is being immersed in and surrounded by this deep sense of peace. And your highest self just wants you to be at peace. So you can always go back to this question when you want to connect to your higher self. And the question is, is what I'm about to say or do going to bring me peace? Is what I'm about to say or do going to bring me peace? And if not, then you're not connecting into your higher self. If yes, your higher self is present. Trust in the wisdom that created you. Trust that your body is so potent on its own. So just a reminder, soul reminder of how powerful you are in your own right. The medicine woman also might have challenges with becoming really overwhelmed and needing help 
to release stress. Because you are the empathic listener and you may experience that sensation of healing hands, you really pick up the energy of everything and that can cause overwhelm. So you need to be able to release everyone else's BS. <laughs> and yes, you want to help all the people of the world, but you can't do it in one day. You can't do it all at once. So it's really important for the medicine woman to rest, to cleanse, and to protect. So resting her body, her physical body, cleansing her energy, and protecting herself. So I have a few tips here for protecting your energy as the, really as any of these inner healer archetypes, but especially important for the medicine woman today. First way to protect your energy is through visualization. And just a reminder that this archetype is also the powerful manifester. So the visualizations for her might come a little bit more easily and feel stronger or more effective than some of the other archetypes. For me personally, visualizations have taken a lot of practice. Like it didn't just happen overnight that visualizations made me actually feel protected and instead it took a lot of practice. That's my disclaimer. So visualizations you can use, you can imagine right at the your pubic bone, taking your fingers, your hands, and like you're zipping up a coat, zip up your energy all the way up to your chin and, and just know that like you can always unzip if you need to unzip, but otherwise you're zipping up your energy and not allowing anything in that does not serve you. You can also use a visualization of dropping your grounding cord. I use this in almost every single one of my meditations where I imagine a heavy, heavy anchor connected to the base of my sacrum, just unwinding, unraveling, traveling down to the layers of the earth until eventually it finds that center molten core and there's an outlet with my name on it and I plug myself in in order to receive energy from the earth but also let go of anything that's not mine. You could also visualize a bubble around you or like an egg either way and see it as a semi-permeable bubble or egg shell that allows out anything that you do need to release that does not serve you, but only allows in the things that are of your highest good, meaning anything that does not serve you, does not of your highest good, is going to bounce off that shell or that bubble and not enter your energy body. Another way to protect your energy is just through regular meditation. I know I've been talking a lot about meditation lately, but there's a reason, my friends. Ask yourself if you're resistant, if you're still resistant to meditation. Why? Why? Why are you so resistant if you are resistant to meditation? If you are and you're like, yeah, I guess I am still resistant. Probably, my friend, I mean this with all of the love for you, you probably really fucking need some meditation. And I say that again with all the love in the world, but we need to be able to, especially as empaths, and I know most of you who listen resonate with being an empath, you need to be able to settle your mind down. You need to be able to clear out the negative thoughts or anything that feels sticky or unclear on whether it's yours or not. Anything in your aura that you are carrying, attachments, energetic cords to other people or that they've locked into you. And you don't need to carry that stuff anymore. All of that stuff might be causing you stress. So meditation helps you clear your mind and your energy. If you constantly are the go, go, go girl and you're super tapped into your inner warrior woman, then it's going to get really full and really confusing. And you're not going to know how to slow down anymore. It's like you forgot almost. Like you can, but it might feel as if you don't know how to slow down. So the medicine woman and all of the archetypes need to be able to pause, to drop into stillness, to help not 
erase all of your thoughts or clear your mind so that there's a absence of thoughts, but instead clear your mind in the sense that you're just simplifying, just simplifying so that your to-do list is no longer in your mind along with the thought of whatever you're doing in that moment and the thought of what's going to come in the next two minutes and then all the other things from your past that are also circling around and floating up there in your brain like yeah that's really really overwhelming so the meditation helps protect your energy because it just helps you simplify and define What is yours? What is not? How do I actually feel in this moment? If you don't give yourself time to slow down and pause and listen, it's really, really hard to decipher that. So I could preach on meditation all day, but that's part of why it's important for the medicine woman. Another way to protect your energy is to chant. There are many chants on Spotify, on YouTube that are free. You guys know from the last episode, I don't sing. at least not publicly. And uh, my chanting abilities are also not so strong. So I'm not going to record any chants for you. But I will say I get down on some chants in the privacy of my own home. And I don't give an F what I sound like. Because when you feel the vibration of that chant coming through up through your lungs and out of your mouth, it, it vibrates your entire body. And not only does the mantra or the chant have an energy of its own, but now it is within you. And so what this does is helps ground and protect your energy through this vocalization of the mantra or of the chant. And it shifts your vibration into this place of clearing energy, protection energy, love energy, higher self energy, whatever that chant is specifically for. So that can be really powerful as well. Another way to protect your energy is to use, like the crystal healer loves so much, these grounding or protecting crystals couple suggestions. So grounding stones are always a great one to just have and use in conjunction with other crystals. And my two favorites for the root chakra and grounding are red jasper and black tourmaline. More protecting crystals are going to be purple jade because purple jade helps to purify and cleanse your energy body, get rid of negative energy. It connects your earth star chakra, which is not one of the main seven chakras that we often discuss. It's actually in the earth. So the earth star is going to be below your feet. So it's lower than your root chakra. And it's like this anchor connection to earth and to grounding. So purple J is going to connect your earth star with your crown. So think of it kind of like a rope that is from the crown all the way down through all of the main seven chakra energy centers down into your earth star that's going to root you down. And this helps you to stay aligned as well. Another protecting crystal, another one of my favorites, magnetite. This is has a natural magnetic ability. So if you put two together, they will click together. And the stone of empath protection helps to ground your root chakra to your earth star chakra. So we've got crown to earth and now root to earth. And again, that earth star is said to be underground. It's part of mother earth. It helps to balance your entire energy system. And my last little tip for protecting your energy is laughter. And this might seem kind of silly, but 
Laughter helps us protect ourselves or rid ourselves of negative patterns by bringing more laughter and joy in. So think of it as uh, we do this in food sometimes too, where instead of saying, you know, I'm not going to eat any more sugar. Instead, I'm going to crowd out the craving for sugar with other things that like feel indulgent for me that are, are not sugar. So you might eat, uh, a more natural sugar like fruit in order to help reduce that craving for a brownie. Or you might just have a really amazing dinner that that you put love and energy into so that you just don't even have that craving afterwards for sugar. So (laughs) where was I going with this, right? There's like the sweetness that you bring into your life and the crowding out energy that we want to be able to bring in more of something in order to crowd out more of the things that feel good in order to crowd out that that you are trying to get rid of or that does not feel good. In the case of food, bringing in this meal, this meal, this beautiful meal that was made with love and intention and compassion so that you crowd out the need for sugar. In your energy body, it's similar but different. And that laughter or sex, pleasure, self-pleasure, joy, giggling, like all of this is going to crowd out then this negative energy. Where there is joy and laughter, there can't be hate and resentment. Where there is orgasmic pleasure, there cannot be this self-hatred. So we are starting to move away from the things that don't feel good by bringing in the things that do. And laughter is one of my favorite ways to do that. And it can feel really awkward at first, I'm going to be honest. So Sometimes I utilize this tool when it's not easy to laugh, but I know I need to laugh. (laughs) So I pull up YouTube and I watch some funny videos. My humor, some might say, is like a little weird. I'm not necessarily the the person who watches the stand-up comedians and those different skits and like thinks they're hilarious. I kind (laughs) of like I don't laugh at those. But I think that like people trying to do a handstand and like falling and shattering a mirror is really funny. (laughs) So, oh, I don't know why that makes me laugh, but it does. That's my sense of humor. And when we are able to laugh, we can just move away from any of our inner demons, any energy vampires, any energy that doesn't feel good and move into this place of joy. So the medicine woman can also protect her energy by laughing. Sometimes the laughter feels a little inauthentic at first where you're like, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) But see, I just did it to myself because I felt so ridiculous just doing that. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) That then it it ignited an authentic laugh for me. So try it. Make yourself ha, ha, ha and see what comes afterwards because you're going to be like, oh my God, I feel so silly right now. Now I'm going to actually laugh at myself. Hello, podcast family. In case you missed it, I had my baby on May 8th, 2021. I had my little girl, Emerson Jordan St. John, and I actually recorded the full details of my birth story that are available in the Third Eye Collective. And in that conversation, one of the things I talked about was my deep desire and birth preference to have a natural, unmedicated vaginal birth, which I was fortunate and lucky enough to have. It was truly the most intense thing I've 
ever been through and yet so, so beautiful. And one of the things that supported me in that was healthy hydration leading up to my birthing day and on my birthing day. My husband was with me the entire time and straws are your best friend when you are in labor. So I had a big old cup with a straw and he was literally just feeding me my element electrolytes because proper hydration status means having adequate fluids present in your body. And that fluid balance depends on many factors, not just drinking water, but also the intake and excretion of electrolytes. And right before my birthing day, I happened to get one of the first boxes of their brand new flavor, watermelon, which was freaking delicious. So not only was my husband feeding this to me as I was in labor, but I also had a bunch of the travel packs with me in the hospital so that I could continue to hydrate after, again, one of the most, if not the most intense experience of my life. The watermelon salt is salty AF and it is so freaking delicious. It brings all the summer vibes. And because you are a Uncensored Empath podcast listener, you all get a free sample pack of seven different flavors at no cost. All you have to do is pay $5 in shipping. Simply go to drinklmnt.com backslash empath. That's drinklmnt.com backslash empath. And once you get your sample pack and get to try all the flavors, tag me on Instagram so I can reshare you with what your favorite flavor is. All right, let's talk goddesses. So the goddess energies that show up in the medicine woman archetype first is Mary Magdalene. And she is the goddess of unconditional love, love yourself, others in every situation, no matter what the outward appearances may be. And so as we discussed throughout this conversation on the medicine woman, she wants to send world peace just out into the universe. And so she has this unconditional love for people. She wants to be able to help them no matter whether they've wronged her in the past. She just has this desire to help heal. She also has the goddess energy of Artemis and Artemis is the guardian. And she says, you and your loved ones are safe and spiritually protected. So think of that as this motherly energy that the medicine woman has of, I'm going to protect my tribe. I got my people's back and I'm going to guard them with all I've got because I have this unconditional love of Mary Magdalene for them as well. And so you probably keep your people close and you want to protect them and you want to give them love. And if you, you're a mother out there listening and you have kiddos, like th- that's where a lot of this energy goes as well as being the guardian of your family. Next goddess is goddess Rhiannon and she is the sorceress. She says, you are a magical person who can manifest your clear intentions into reality. So we talked about this as one of the medicine woman's strengths in that she is a powerful manifester, that she, when she gets really clear on what she wants, she can balance and unify the energy of the masculine, the energy of the feminine in order to honor her medicine, practice her medicine and manifest that healing energy into her life and the energy into the life of other people. Last goddess is goddess Ixchel. And I might be saying that wrong. It's I-X-C-H-E-L. But you know, when you say something with confidence, people don't question you very much. So I think it's Ixchel. And she is the medicine woman. And she says you are a channel for divine healing power. 
You are a channel for divine healing power. This goes back to a little bit of her manifestation abilities. But what I love here is that the goddess on this card, she's got her hands up towards the sky and there's just like lightning coming down into her fingers, those healing hands that she has. This All this energy of lightning and lightning signifies also in my earth magic deck, this energy of power, electricity, this vibrancy that she has to share with the world and change the world by just stepping into her authentic self and the power that lives within her. Yes, she has the tools, the external things that she can utilize to her advantage, but ultimately it is all within you already. So tap into that goddess friends, all of you inner healer archetypes that are the medicine woman out there which is in all of us as a reminder, tap into that deep power, that wisdom that is within you. Honor your medicine by practicing it. Don't let your light dim down. Let your light fucking shine. (sighs) Okay. This is the conclusion of our Inner Healer Archetype series. So I want you to just reflect on the medicine woman for another minute here. How would you speak? act, receive, show up in all areas of your life if you embodied more of the medicine woman? What actions would you take? How would you love on yourself? And then bring her in front of you. Call in your inner medicine woman and ask her, how can she support you today? What parts of her essence, her strengths that we talked about, those traits and characteristics, which ones of those would be helpful to you right now in your healing path if you embody more of them? And then are there parts of this archetype that also need to be healed? And maybe there are, maybe this is your shadow. Maybe there needs to be a little more compliance in your life. So just notice that too. The medicine woman is so powerful. She's so nurturing. She's motherly. She has so much healing energy, like this ball of energy inside of her. So how can you support her today so that ball inside of her gets shined out into the world and has an effect on you and everyone you love? Beautiful. So I would love to hear from you what ahas or or breakthroughs you have from today's episode on The Medicine Woman. This has been so just fun for me to be able to dive into each of these archetypes and break them down into more specific details. I, again, hope that this has maybe shifted something for you, made you realize that there's an archetype that is disowned or how can you protect your energy within your strongest archetype and those challenges, that shadow that might be coming up through it itself. And allow you to just find this more subtle, intentional awareness around how you're moving along on your own healing path. And if you can have the awareness of each of these archetypes and pull each of them out in the appropriate situations, holy fuck, my friends, like you are going to be Katniss the Girl on Fire healing and saving the world, but yourself first. So go forth, go shine your light. You are all light workers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. As a reminder, go take the updated quiz, find your strongest inner healer archetype, which will then be followed up via email with a full guide on that archetype, as well as an additional brand new workbook that is identity mapping as a healer. So you can feel that divine and profound clarity in your purpose and your mission on this planet. I will see you in the next episode.